This is Big Talk the Mixtape, and you have Nathan Witherspoon, a.k.a. DJ Rambo Johnson here, recording live. That is live on Facebook Live. Just seeing how this goes. Never did this before, so we'll see how we get and where we go with this. Today's podcast is brought to you by Fluffy Buff Clothing Line. Yes, that's Fluffy Buff Clothing, where if you're slim, thick, or not fit, but you're working on it, Fluffy Buff is for you. Yes, that's Fluffy Buff Clothing coming soon to a website near you. So today, just going over some things, uh, posted a little thing on, a little status on Facebook earlier, talking about, um, you know, if you need a budget, holler at your boy, I'll send you one, I'll email you one. Well, there has been an insurmountable amount of people who have asked for this budget. So the reason I ask is because I myself am just looking at my finances and trying to get some things together and I'm like, wow. Wow. Where is my money going? Well, I'm tracking it now because there's these things called spending leaks that we don't really see, but they just happen. Um, <laughs> and our money just kind of disappears. But we see our money in our account, but then, you know, a couple of days later, we're trying to figure out what happened. Well, you know, if you tracked your money and you kept a good budget, then you'd know what happened. Um, sometimes we do a lot of emotional spending. Speaking for myself, we do a lot of emotional spending, and we're excited. It's the weekend. We just got paid. It's been a whole week. You know, work worked 40 or 40 plus or 20 or however many hours you're working in. You know, you want to celebrate. So what do we do? We spend some money. We go do our leisure activities, and we go get excited and, and want to have fun, right? Well, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun, but fun also costs. So, you know, then you look at your, your account on Monday, you're like, what happened? Where'd all the cash go? A lot of people have told me that they've done, they're doing this. Um, I got some, some, some really good correspondence where people are like, really like, really confused as to where their money's going and um, almost kind of ashamed of how much money they've spent and what they've done with their money. Well, you know, don't be ashamed of what you've done or your financial status because you can only do what you can do. But we got to understand that you can always try to do better. So just because you don't have as much money as someone else has doesn't mean that person isn't struggling as well, just maybe at a greater capacity than you are. So don't ever think that it's just you who's struggling, but we are all out here trying to get this thing together. So we're all human. We're all trying to do something and we're all trying to make it so. In that essence, we're all in this together. Yes, together. We're better together. So that's why I just want to sit down and just, you know, talk to my friends here and see, you know, what we all could do together. Because like I said, we are better together. Better together. So, first of all, first off, I just want to say um, I got about... I am certified financial uh, success counselor. Um, had been, I had gotten certified years, years ago, and um, so this isn't just coming from a place of just out of nowhere. Like I've helped hundreds of people be successful in 
buying homes, uh, running their business, and also getting money for education uh, for student, uh, in, in spite of student loans, where they would actually save money on a monthly basis to put towards their tuition uh, in hopes not to have to get student loans for that amount of tuition. So uh, I have some success, uh, success tongue-tied on a Monday, success in helping people uh, be financially uh, sound and make sure that they have what they need to be able to do what they need to with what they have. Yeah, made that work, didn't I? So um, I just put a couple things together, and I wanted to share it on this episode of Big Talk, the mixtape, uh, lunchtime money talk, to just see, you know, I never, I don't know who I could help, and I never know who I could help, so if I help one person, you know, I'm successful, but if I don't help anybody, and I put this out there, then I'm still successful, because, you know, I, this was put on my heart to do, so I'm doing it. Um, as with anything, with your money, you have to have a goal. So it's important to know what your goal is and to make a plan to be successful. A lot of people just are out here really just living without any intent or purpose um, with their money, but just spending it. I mean, if you can, you can do that, that's fine. Um, if you don't want to attain anything that's, you know, worth having or if you have the money to just get whatever you want then hey do it more power to you if you could spend some money on me i'll take it please give it to me um i'll send you my email address my cash app is uh dollar sign rambo johnson 1219 please go ahead and send me that money if you got it to spend like that i'll take it but for those of us who are trying to make it on a day-by-day basis. Um, some people who are, are even uh, living paycheck to paycheck, let's figure out how to get away from living paycheck to paycheck. So uh, it's good to have a goal. What do you want? You want a house? Uh, do you want to pay off your debt in two years, five years, 10 years? What are your short-term, your long-term, mid-term goals that you want to get? What are they? Uh, what's the specific thing that you want to get? So have that in mind. Your specific goal that you want to attain financially. Now, can you measure that? What does that look like? Um, how much is it going to cost you to attain your goal? What would you have to have to attain your goal? Um, are you wanting to buy your mom a new home? Are you wanting to buy yourself a new home? Are you wanting to pay off your home or sell your home? Are you going to have to consolidate your student loans to pay your student loans off or what is it going to look like for you to get be successful financially do you want to buy that car do you want to sell a car what are you going to need to do you know how are you going to measure it to be able to know that you'll be successful so you got a specific goal that you have and you got to make sure it's measurable um the other financial goal financial goal related oriented piece that you have to have it make sure your goal is attainable you like can you actually do this is this something that you can actually do? I might want to buy a million dollar house right now, but if I don't have the means <laughs> to buy that million dollar home, then that's not something that I can attain. Now, if I want to go purchase this $80,000 foreclosure 
that could be a million dollar home and I have the ability to fix it up, then I could flip that thing, make it, uh, make the money off of it that I want, get a good ROI return on investment, and then even sell it if I wanted to, or I could live in it. So you got to make sure what you're wanting is actually attainable financially, because we could want all kinds of things, but if we can, if we honestly know that we can't attain it, why would we go after it? You know, that's that's a waste of time. Why waste time on something that's not going to come into fruition at all when you could actually plan something out and make it actually digestible and actually able to be attained. So that's important. And the other part that you want to make sure your goal is, is time. You know, you have a timetable. You want to be able to track it as you're going. You know, in, all, in any process, you've got a, a spectrum from beginning to end. And there's all these little middle parts from beginning to end. Those are all places where you can track. So you got to set up certain places where you can know if you're on track or not. For me, an example I have is my weight loss. I set up specific places on my timetable of weight loss to know if I'm being successful or not. I have goals. For instance, I posted that I'm able to fit in my weight training belt, my squat belt. You know, I can do lower leg activities now because I can brace my my my, my abdomen with my belt. I wasn't able to fit that in March. But now I'm not only past the biggest link, I'm actually it's actually I've actually had to bring it in a little bit because now I can fit in it and it's too big. So my what I'm saying is I know that I'm on track in some sort shame uh, some sort of uh, form or fashion because I'm able to fit something that I've laid out to be able to track my, my time. So you got to make sure your financial goals are specific, measurable, attainable, and trackable. Don't just be out here just doing, say, I'm going to do something and not have a way or plan to get there. you got to plan things out. If you want to be successful, you have to plan. If you plan, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. You know, so uh, poor performance, uh, proper, wait, was it proper performance prevents poor something? I don't know. The seven P's, look it up. It's somewhere on Google. I don't know. I can't say that. I ain't got time to look. So anyway, um, plan, 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 plan your financial goals. Uh, because you want to be able to make sure they come into fruition. And uh, one of my goals is that I'm looking into relocating. I, we, my family and I have been in talks about possibly relocating. Yeah, we, I always want to say I want to move to Florida, but is Florida really actually a place that I, we can go for not just me, but for my family? Like, what is success for us? Sometimes your goals aren't just about you. you got to also understand what implications your goals have on everybody else. So, is relocating something that we can do possibly, or do we need to just stay here? And I just need to figure out how to be comfortable being in the in the Louisville area. <sighs> oh, who wants to be in Louisville? Why is Louisville even here? <sighs> but anyway, yeah. Like I said, sometimes your goals uh, will affect more than just you. So you have to understand how that's going to affect somebody else. So. It's not just about you, but it's about the everybody else who may be affected by what you're doing. So, money. Where is your money going? Where is your money going? Do you know? Do you know where your money's going? On a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis? Do you really have a, 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 a distinct, very rigid 
budget that tells you everywhere every penny has been and is going and where you plan where you're planning to spend your money. A lot of people don't realize that if you don't plan for next month, you're already behind for the month after next. A budget is not just what you've already spent, but what you're planning to spend on down the road. Um, in my years of doing financial literacy, I've seen a lot of great budgets and a lot of really, oh man, just heartbreaking things because a lot of people are really spending more than they have coming in. How's that? Well, there's places called payday loans. There's places called uh, buy here, pay here, uh, car lots, uh, really financial traps that are laid out for those who are, you know, who are making less money. So they feel like they can't attain something right now. What we have to understand is right now is not always the best option. Sometimes we have to plan and wait and not have instant gratification. A lot of people go to these places where they buy these this furniture where it's jacked up 600% because they can rent to own. Rent to own is a scam. It's a scam. Anything you're getting rent to own, you're paying for it 700 times, I promise you. Whereas if you just saved your money, went to the laundromat, for a couple of months and then caught like a, a Black Friday sale or a President's Day sale. These sales go on all year long if you just look at the ads and pay attention to what's going on in your uh, weekly cir uh, circulations or online or anywhere. You can find a sale in your area because this merchandise is really at a surplus. There's no need to go to a rent-to-own place. These places are after your money. You're going to end up paying uh, for a washer or and dryer uh, 600 times. 600 times. I'm exaggerating, but it's going to be, you're going to pay for the washer at least two to three times more than you would if you just waited. You don't need a catch right now. Uh, get you a beanbag chair or, you know, get you something, a small chair from Walmart that costs 20 bucks or something because, you don't need that type of stuff. Those things are like set out to fool you. Credit cards too. Thank you, Bianca. Credit cards are not always needed. They're not. Um, credit cards can be great because you definitely need some type of credit, great credit, something that you're going to pay on, that you'll be responsible for. But credit cards are designed for you to fail because once you rack up and get your spending limit maxed out, maxed out the credit card, well, then you don't have enough money to pay it off every month. If you can't pay your credit card off every month, then you don't need to be using your credit card because what that's going to do is your, your interest is going to keep compounding and you're just going to be dead in the water. Stop getting unnecessary stuff that you don't need. You can do without if you want to have better, a better, better financial standing. We can all do without. Even I, me, I'm trying to figure out what I can what I can let go of on a monthly basis to make sure you know my family's set up better financially and to be sure that we have a, a better angle financially than where we are because your 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 you have your power is in your credit and in your your finances. That's where you have your power in today's world. Let it be known. That's it.
That's it. That's one of the main places where you have power. So the people who don't have power, people who don't have credit, people who don't have sound financial standing, they don't have power in today's society. Let's just be real. So how do you get power? Be aware of where your budgeting falls and what you have coming in and going out on a monthly basis. That's how you can start gaining control of your power and your finances. It's really important to do that. Uh, you got to be aware of these, these, these places that really want you uh, to fall in the trap of, of, of your, your finances. They, they just want to take your money. They're not trying to help you. I don't care how many people say, oh, we can help you. We help you do this, doing this, that. There's car lots out there who are saying that they help people with bad credit, no credit, yada, yada, yada. Well, your car payment is going to be $700 a month. Why do that? Why do that? People don't understand just because th th these advertisements are, are lying to you. Yeah, you may be in a situation right now where you might have to catch the bus or get a ride with someone, but I'm telling you, if you can just save up a couple thousand dollars, there are auctions. There's Craigslist. You can get you a $1,000 car, take it to a mechanic, spend a couple dollars on your car, save some money up, and you'll be riding around here until you can do better. Until your credit's where it needs to be. You don't have to have everything right now. Sometimes we have to wait and plan things out. They that wait upon the Lord. Hey, boss. Lord, I felt that in my spirit. But yeah, you got to wait sometimes. So we're no better than anybody else. We all can't always get what we want right now. Not just money. That's everything. Let me go back to my weight loss. Here, I wanted to I wanted to be uh, down to 300 pounds from uh, right now, under 300 from when I started in March, when I really got serious about it. It took me 34 years to be 370 pounds. 34 years. Why in my right mind would I think that I'm going to lose this weight in three months. One, I want to live because that would involve me not eating anything, drinking bleach probably, just to be just to be sick so I could throw up or die. That's not realistic. You have to be realistic in everything that you do in your life, especially with finances, because like I said, your financial power is where your power is and you're standing in this society. You have to understand that credit is everything, as long as well as your savings, what you have. So it's it's really it's really important there, and also a lot of things. A lot of people are affected by student loans too. Uh, student loans, man, I'm telling you, uh, are crippling people. Uh, even, I mean, I'm dealing with student loans. We all are who have had to take student loans out, and sometimes what we're seeing is what our parents told us is not really true about education. You don't have to go get educated. You you can take your time. I'm telling you, I've had friends who have been in college for eight years and had to get their bachelor's to, in order to get their bachelor's. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Education is going to be there. Education changes. So many things change and things are evolving. Everything just, education is, is, is a continuous thing. There's no rush. You don't have to graduate in four years. You don't have to graduate in six. As long as you got it, you got it. Some, some people have to pay for college out of pocket, credit by credit, class by class. And there is nothing wrong with that. That is smart. 
when you got to pay this something out of your pocket instead of getting a loan for it, oh, it means a lot more because what you're going to do is be a lot more attentive and take care of it a lot more because that's your money that you had to take out of your pocket. And it's not like somebody else gave it to you. Whereas with a student loan, oh, I'm going to take this refund check and I'm going to go to dealers. I'm going to buy all these clothes. For what? Five years later, you get this bill in the mail for $40,000. Six months later, they're saying after you graduate, if you graduate, they're wanting their money back. That sounds like a scheme to me, right? It's a scam. It's a scam. College is a scam. Unless you're doing it right. They just want your money. I'm telling you, these people just want your money. Um, if you got anybody who's looking, graduated, I know I got a cousins that graduated recently who are looking to get into the real world, you know, and I'm asking, what are you going to do? You going to college? Are you, are you getting some money for it? Please don't take out student loans. Please don't do it because it's a death sentence. Student loans cannot be forgiven unless you're like a teacher in some type of student loan forgiveness program. And if you file bankruptcy, they're still going to come after your money. Student loans can't be wiped off. They're going to get their money. Department of Education is going to get their money. Whoever's lending is going to get their money. You can't get away from student loans, even if you die. If you die, you still owe student loans, guess what? Somebody else got to pay them. If you're married to somebody, they got to take on that debt. I promise you. Look it up. You can't file bankruptcy and to, to evade student loans. You can't, get, you can't do it. It's a money trap. They're going to get their money. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Ruben. They're going to get their money. It, it's, there's no way around it. So you've got to be smart about what you get. Yeah, cousin. They got, they're going to get their money. They're, they're going to get their money. So it, it is a trap. You've got to find it. you got to watch out for these traps. And the thing is, that, uh, we look at college because our parents told us, well, my parents, my parents told me that you've got to go get your education. Or you got to go out and work. Well, I, I got a job at Jeff Boat, and I just didn't like it. And I was like, yeah, you know, my parents are right. I need to go, I need to, go to college. I need to go to college. I should have stayed right in the workforce. There's no telling where I could be right now if I had just stayed working. You know, the place that I got a job that's closed right now. Uh, but, you know, anyway, RIP. Um, but there's always different things out there. But, you, like I said, you, you got to know where your money's going. Don't fall for the traps. you got to budget adequately don't let these other don't let other people what they have what you see on facebook or instagram or snapchat what they have fool you you don't know what that other person went through to get that or if it's rented or if it's somebody else's or whatever other fallacy or lie you can come up with that doesn't mean that what they have is theirs don't worry about that worry about your life and what you can do, you can control what you got. What you need to worry about is you. Don't worry about what else somebody else got. It don't matter. It don't stop. Stop. And however much somebody else uh, gloats or brags or boasts about what they have, don't worry about it. it. Ain't got nothing to do with you. What you have control over is your life, your goals, and where you're going to end up, and what you're going to do to get there. That's what you need to worry about. Yeah, we can celebrate with our friends and stuff. And, you know, it's always good to be happy for somebody else. I am the biggest cheerleader. I want everybody to make it. I don't want to see anybody not make it. I want everybody to make it um, because we all deserve to be happy. 
So your happiness is different than mine. And my happiness is different than yours. So what it takes for me to be happy is going to be completely different than what it takes for you to be happy. So we have to realize that. What somebody else has doesn't make me happy. It doesn't. It will never. But seeing someone else happy makes me happy. So whatever that takes for you to be happy, I'm happy for you. But I just want to make sure, it, we all want to make sure it doesn't come at the cost of somebody else's time or somebody else's life or make somebody else uncomfortable. So that's something that we all have to consider. Um, so when you think about where your money's going, what are you doing on a daily basis? How, how does your life live? How are you living your life? Are you living above your means? Or are you living at your means or below it? This all goes back to your goals. What do you want to save? Do you want to save some money? Well, how do you do that? Well, you got to live at or below your means. A minimalist life. There's a podcast called The Minimalist. They uh, kick some great knowledge about just everything in life, and I'm I'm a big fan of them. Um, And they said, uh, you know, you got to really understand where you are and what you're spending on a daily basis. Do you really need this? Do you really need that? So they have a really good, uh, there's really good shows over there. Uh, that's the minimalist. They are awesome dudes. Um, so some questions that you can ask yourself when you're out buying uh, stuff or at the store or getting groceries. The number one thing that I find myself doing now is, is asking myself, do I really need this? Do do I really need this, or do I want it? Can it wait, or do I have to have it now? Um, and also, sometimes we buy stuff. You know, just just speaking for myself. Sometimes I go out and buy stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I want that really badly, and then I get buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse is a great thing. Um. One thing I've, I've, I found myself doing is when I buy something and I get it home, I don't open it immediately. I don't open it immediately, and I try to wait to see when I need it. So if it's within the time span of where I can return it, I'll return that thing if I find out that I don't need it in the next day or two. Because if it's not something that I need, why am I buying it right now? If it can wait until I'm a couple of paychecks down or – uh, I accrued a couple of dollars in my savings, or there's some, I got a, a good hefty plus in the bank account. Why can't I wait till then? You know. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's still all about planning and remaining vigilant and consistent with your goals and what you want to do. Something else that I, I really like to do, and I, I did with my clients when I was, you know, doing financial literacy as my primary job. Um, we celebrated successes, and that is important in your life too. When you reach your goal, it's time to party. Now, I'm not saying go out here to the bar and get drunk or call your friends over and just get wasted. No, like do something that you can say. I celebrate a pivotal moment in my life, and I did this. Uh, you went and got ice cream. You went and got your favorite bottle of water. Something simple that doesn't break the bank. If you're celebrating that you got the money for your trip, go on the trip. 
I mean, you know, <laughs> do something, do something sensible, well within reason. That's not gonna cause you to get out of sorts on your financial goal. Because if you're saving money, celebrate the money that you save, but don't spend the money that you save that you're celebrating. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. Cool. You always gotta be positive in what you're doing and where you're at, regardless of where you are. Always have an upbeat. Know, attitude because what you're doing if you're not there you're working to get there so be happy about the process you know dance while you're, you're in the process so when you when you when you get to your goal you can really celebrate you can really dance you know what i'm saying you can really cut up um one of the big things you know that i've seen a lot of people talk about is buying a home um once again like i said earlier this is not our parents generation um yes you know, I'm speaking from my my, 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 my culture, African American people, we, we are we are a bunch of buyers, but we don't own much as a as a whole, as a people. But from an overall perspective, if you don't feel like you need a home, then by all means don't go out here trying to buy a home just because everybody else has a home. Or just because someone else says you need to get a home, you shouldn't be living in an apartment or a condo or whatever else. What you have to understand, you got to know what's right for you. So if you don't plan on being in the area you're in for five or more years, there's no reason to be trying to purchase a home. And if you can't put more than 50% down on the home that you're trying to purchase, then that isn't the home for you. you got to understand that too. It's all about living within your means or below it. If you want to splurge, you got the money to splurge, it's fine. I'm not talking, I'm not talking to you about whatever you need to. If your credit's great and you can get a, uh, you can go into debt and get a, a reasonable uh, house payment mortgage where your property income tax, uh, your property, your PITI, your property, uh, your tax and everything is, is, is sizable to where you can do that, then by all means do it. But for us, those of us who, who aren't trying to go into debt, you know, Realize what's important for you, what you need, and what you can actually do. Um, don't go house broke. Don't get a mortgage that's just insurmountable, that where you can't breathe and you can't afford the utilities for it. Because you can always, you can get approved for all kinds of stuff, but just because you get approved for it doesn't mean that you can afford it. Don't borrow more than you can afford. It's important to realize that. Um, so... Realize what's important for you and not make sure and make sure what you're trying to do isn't because somebody else did it for you. Oh, uh, one thing I wanted to share with you is a credit card hack that I know of that I've seen work that has helped people's uh, credit jump points on a month to month basis. Um, so there's this thing called a secured credit card where it's like a prepaid credit card through banks and lenders where they'll allow you to get a certain line of credit, but you have to pay for it. Like putting $250 down on the credit card gives you a $250 limit, right? So it's your money that you're putting in to a secured account. One thing you can do if you want to get your credit up, you can max out the credit card one day and then return the items to the place you bought them from the next day and what that does is it looks like a positive payment on your credit. Now, make sure the place you're buying the stuff from 
has a 100% return policy. Don't open the items. Matter of fact, keep them in a safe place where you know you won't touch them and stuff that you just buy stuff that you don't need that you know that you can return, that you know that you can return and return it the next day. It goes down as a positive payment on your credit. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Many people, I've seen many people uh, use that hack and their credit has shot up points at a time on a monthly basis. So once again, credit card hack. Get a get a um, secured credit card from a bank, which is a pre prepaid credit card. Do like a $250, $300 limit. Max that credit card out one day and then the next day return the items and you will have a positive payment on your credit. Do that for about six months and watch God work in your life and your credit. I promise you it'll make a miracle. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I know. I've seen it, I've seen it happen. I've seen it work. Um, like I said, you just know what you need. Don't base your life on somebody else. Don't base your finances on somebody else's gains or, or failures, but it's all about you. Um, you got to do it right. You got to have a plan and you got to Know where you are in that planning and be consistent with yourself. Be honest. If your finances aren't where they need to need to be, uh, you know, do something about it. Uh, work out your credit. If you if you want to pay off stuff on your credit, uh, make a list. Make an itemized list. Get a credit report first. Annualreport.com. Uh, a great credit monitoring place is a Credit Karma. I use them. Uh, get your three bureaus, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. Get those three bureaus at least twice a year. If you've got to pay to get them, fine. Get your report. But list it. Itemize it from smallest to greatest. And attack it at the, at the smallest. Start paying stuff off at the smallest on your credit and work your way down. It's called. Uh, it, it's 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 a it's a it's a method that I learned, and you know, while I was being trained to help uh, people really get their credit back together, and that helps as well. That's another credit hack. Just pay stuff off. Be consistent. Um, Dave Ramsey calls a file, uh, uh, paying off small things at a time to big things. Uh, debt snowballing. <laughs> you know, snowball starts off small and gets bigger. Debt snowballing. So yes, debt snowballing. Pay small things off. Start off paying the small things off on your credit and go down the list and get to the bigger ones. Uh, if you haven't checked out Dave, Dave Ramsey's website, jeez, uh, that man is a wealth of knowledge. Um, he's all about living up at your means or below it. Uh, don't do things. Don't buy things that you don't need. Uh, just just do with what you have and make the best out of it. Um, so, I mean, you know, uh, it, it, and, if, and the thing is, it, it you got to look at the money that you're making, too. Um do you need a part-time job? Is a part-time job worth it? Sacrificing your family, time with your family? Um, or will your family be get a gain out of you having like a part-time job, something like that? Um, is your job really working for you? What's up, Corey? What's up, C Jeezy? What's up, Nell? Uh, is your job working for you? Do you need another job? Are you putting yourself in position to get a better job? How are you, are you networking? What are you doing? What are you doing to make your, your job better? What are you doing to work your way up the ladder? Or is there another area that you need to look into, another company that you need to look into? Are you working on your resume? What have you done today to work on your resume? What have you done today to make your stock better 
make you worth more so that someone will pay you more or elevate you, your status at your company that you're at? What are you doing to make your career better? What are you doing to be a better professional? Things like that you've got to consider to, that will help you be better financially sound than where you are today. Where do you want to be in 10 years financially and in your career? What do you want to be in five years? It's all about goals. What are you doing to reach your goal professionally in your career to affect your family? Not only to affect your finances. Yes, to affect your finances because they're going to pay you for the service that you're providing. But what are you doing to be a better person professionally as well? It's all about the stock. It's all about your brand. It's all about branding. I'm telling you something that Humana has taught me is about branding. And I'm telling you, you've got to work every angle of your brand to increase your professional ability. So that's just some things to look over. Just some things to think about. You know, if you if you wanting more money, if you want to be a, a rise up in your company, what are you doing to, to affect that? How can you, what can you do? Who can you talk to? Who can you network with? Who can you link up with to make things better? All right? So this episode of Big Talk to Mixtape has been brought to you by Fluffy Buff Clothing. Yes, that's Fluffy Buff Clothing where you might not be fit or you're slim thick, and you're not fit, but you're working on it, Fluffy, Fluffy Buff Clothing is for you. That's Fluffy Buff Clothing Company coming to a website near you. All right, that is this episode of Big Talk to Mixtape. My name is Nate DJ Rambo Johnson. I will have this episode uploaded to my podcast, Big Talk to Mixtape, on Apple and SoundCloud, Apple iTunes podcast, and SoundCloud within the next couple of days or two. I'm busy. I'm booked. But thank you all for listening. Facebook family, thank you for being here. I hope I helped somebody. Uh, I'm going to share this video as well on my timeline, so please feel free to come back and review it. Um, like I said, there's a bunch of things you can do, but what are you doing right now to make yourself better in the next week, two weeks, month? Uh, six months, year, 10 years. What are your, what's your plan? How are you working on your plan today? Make a plan, stick to it, figure out how you measure success, and it'll work for you. All right, we can all do this together. We're better together. Talk to you all later.